are here everyone's back into football playing shape uh season's right around the corner and of course fantasy season is coming up yeah you know what aj i think that song is so fitting because i, I can feel it in the air oh yeah i feel football in the air sleep breathe everything football i'm ready man i, I can't wait this i love fantasy football i love football in general um, I'm looking forward to another good year, man, and another another good season of uh, a flopcast. Yeah, so we're here to fill you in with all the breaking news, give you uh, our side and how we think um, going into these drafts. We, uh, you and I, are actually playing in three similar leagues this year. With one new league, we're going to be entering a dynasty draft for the first time. Uh, we're going to see what that's like give us more of a general manager type of feel um you got anything to say yeah i know that um the that dynasty league is gonna be it's gonna be a different beast i'm looking forward to that that's gonna we're definitely gonna dive into that um in detail with a future episode uh for those of uh you that play dynasty leagues um, we think it's going to be a new challenge, but uh, definitely something to look forward to. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. So for those of you that aren't familiar with uh, what a dynasty is, just real quick, um, it's essentially a league where that you're a part of forever. I mean, the, the team that you draft from the first year is a team that you stay with, um, you know, despite like, I mean, unless it's just trades or um, new draft picks. So for the first year, you draft as many players as you can, and then the following years, you'll start to draft rookies, and it really changes the game, but it's going to be a lot of fun. So today, Carl, um, I wanted to cover some breaking news, and then I wanted to get into a mock draft using the, the Sleeper app, which is the app that we'll be using for that Dynasty League, um, but the Sleeper app also allows us to mock draft on the spot, uh, invite other members to mock with us. Um, I think that's one of the most valuable tools that you can use to prepare for a draft. Um, so we'll do a little mock draft together, just you and I. We'll talk about our picks and why we chose those guys at certain spots. Uh, we'll talk about some value picks and We'll just get into that. So, um, you got any breaking news for us? Uh, yeah. So, I want to start off real quick. Um, you know, some big names. Well, let me just hit an injury. Uh, AJ Green carted off the field today at practice. It's believed to be an ankle sprain. Now, with teams not having to release injury reports or injuries in general, uh, th this could... I feel like this they're just throwing some sugar on a more serious issue. AJ Green's already coming off an injury that, that ended his season early last year. Um, I, I mean, I'm not saying that this might have affected his ankle or whatever, but you know how when guys, if they're not fully healthy, um, they start to favor one side of the body. It might have impacted his ankle. I, I mean, I'm, I'm not sure what happened. It was a non-contact injury. Um, but it, it, you know, it, it kind of dampens AJ Green's draft stock a little bit. There in mock drafts, we were seeing him go third, fourth round. Um, well, so we'll see. We'll see what uh, he can get back to. But this, this definitely hurts the draft stock. Yeah, it's disappointing to see. I, he was a guy that I really liked. Uh, I thought you could get some value for him, especially drafting him in the third round. That guy is usually drafted in the first round. Um, but we'll see how he plays out of this injury. Um, another breaking news uh, out of New York Giants training camp, uh, Golden Tate apparently being suspended for four games. He's appealing uh, the suspension, so we'll see what, how that plays out. 
Um, one thing I wanted to note about this, though, is and with Sterling Shepard, her uh, broken thumb, he won't be playing until they're trying to get him back week one. I think a lot of targets are going to be coming Evan Ingram's way. That might be a guy you want to look for um, at the tight end position. And not only uh, Sterling Shepard, uh, but Corey Coleman, who was a first-round draft pick a few years ago with the Cleveland Browns, um, was hoping to be part of that top three receiving rotation. He tore his ACL, so yeah. the receiving core in New York for the Giants is super Very thin right yeah. now. Uh, Evan Ingram, big year. Yeah. <laughs> so um, we'll get into another one here. This is uh, out of Titans training camp. We got Derek Henry seen in a walking boot. I don't know what the extent of that that injury is, so we'll just have to play that one out. Um, we'll see what happens with that. It could be, you know, precautionary. Um, he's a guy that's expected to be, you know, getting a lot of carries, especially the way he ended the year last year. Um, so anything else you want to report on with the news? Um, as far as injuries go, I mean, I think those are some of the bigger names um, that are fa fantasy relevant. Um, I have seen some other things, but we try to keep it fantasy, fantasy yeah, relevant so, here. So uh, besides the injuries, uh, some other big news going on around the league. A couple of holdouts. We got a holdout by my boy Zeke. I talked to him. He's going to be back. He's going to be ready to play. But uh, going into drafts, this is scaring some people, um, be, especially because of last year with the Le'Veon Bell holdout. Um, but I think honestly think Zeke will play um, the one that I'm worried about is is uh, Melvin Gordon I think he could actually hold out about half a year half a season and then come back where it really doesn't impact his pay as much but he's the one I'm worried about yeah well the the thing with Melvin Gordon um, is this is Say he holds out the rest of the year, right? Say he pulls a Le'Veon and he doesn't play. All the Chargers have to do is pick up his fifth-year option the, the following year, and he's still not getting the money that he's wanting to exactly. get this year. Exactly. And so then you're back at, at square one, and and he's he's, he's that, unhappy. That's why I think the longest he, he'll hold out is probably half the season. Um, yeah. there's, there's a point where I think they need to come back before losing out in the entire contract of that year. Okay. So – if he was going to hold out that long, it, I think he would be back by late season. So just, I mean, we got to see what happens with that. I don't think the Chargers are going to give in to pay him. No, no. They've already come out and said that they're not budging. Um, there's a plan and philosophy to win football games with the, the budget that you have. And and uh, if, they, if, you, if you pay a running back top dollar like he's wanting, it's only going to hurt the team. Yeah. Okay, Carl, uh, we're going to take a quick break here, um, and then we're going to come back with a uh, mock draft. We're going to do a PPR-style 12-team um, league. Uh, we're going to do uh, a quarterback, two running backs, two wide receivers, one tight end, um, one defense, one kicker, Five bench spots. Did I miss anything there? Uh, I think that's it. Okay, yeah. So we'll be back soon um, with that mock draft. All right. I just want to give a quick shout out to The Ugly Company. Uh, the Ugly Company is a, a new up-and-coming product, at a local product. Uh, founder Ben Moore has uh, come up with a, a way to recycle uh Old, uh, ugly fruit, ugly if you fruit. will. Good fruit. Good fruit. And uh, you can check out his website at theuglycompany.com. Uh, thousands of truckloads of ugly fruit are thrown out in California every year. There's more peaches in the state of California than there are in Georgia. This fruit is perfectly healthy to eat, but it looks a little quirky. Some call it ugly, but they call it beautiful. Um, ben Moore is a California farmer. He's worked in the agricultural industry for 20 plus years. He intimately understands food waste and determined to make a difference one ugly fruit at a time. 
Their, their fruit is grown locally in California, contains zero GMO, zero preservatives, and no added sugar. Each package has six to eight pieces of fruit inside. So shout out to the Ugly Company. Uh, hopefully they make their way out here to Kingsburg and we can grab a pack. I, I like what this company is doing, Carl, um, and I think you should follow them. So uh, he actually has a YouTube series uh, coming out that's going to explain uh, the company's mission and what they're trying to do, trying to prevent food waste. That's going to drop August 4th, so make sure you check that out. And we're back, everyone. Uh, so we're back with a fantasy draft mock draft. Uh, we're actually using the Sleeper app, and I've already created the mock draft here. So what we're going to do is we're going to do a random selection. So we'll be given a spot. I'm going to do that right now by hitting Start Draft. And we actually got the number 10 spot. So we're at the end of the draft. It's a snake style draft. So I'm going to read off uh, the picks that have gone so far. Uh, at number one, we have Christian McCaffrey. Uh, number two, you got Saquon Barkley. Number three, you got Ezekiel Elliott. Uh, those three are kind of interchangeable, I think, depending on who's at, at the number one, two, and three. Uh, Zeke is kind of questionable because of the holdout. Uh, moving on, we have actually an early wide receiver taken. Number four, uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Number five, Alvin Kamara. Six, you got David Johnson. Seven, Michael Thomas. Number eight, Le'Veon Bell. Number nine, Devontae Adams. So now it's up to us here at number 10. And uh, Carl and I are going to discuss our pick and why we we're going with that pick so on the board right away i see we have a couple of top-notch wide receivers at with julio jones um and a tyreek hill who is not being suspended this year right um at running back it looks like we have james connor melvin gordon who like we mentioned earlier is going to be a questionable pick uh joe mixon you still got todd Gurley out there uh delvin cook Damian Williams. Uh, Carl, anything you like here? So for me personally, with all these running backs off the board, um, I feel like we're in that second tier of running back. Um, I feel the the point differential between the, the remaining running backs and these wide receivers isn't that much. Um, I think my if my pick, I lean towards Julio Jones. I think he's an absolute beast. Um, Matt Ryan loves Julio, I, and I think his his touchdowns increase this year. And if that's what you're gonna get, then I I think you're getting uh, a wide receiver at the end of the first round that's got top three potential. Okay, so you want Julio? I like Julio. Um, I I wouldn't mind going Julio either. Uh, I think my pick here would be Tyreek Hill. He led the wide receivers in fantasy points last year. Um. He's a speedster. He's a burner. They're going to find ways to get him the ball. Um, and I, I agree with you. I think we have to go top-notch wide receiver here at our position. Um, but to be honest, we're one, two, three, four, four picks away from getting another one of these top guys. So we're going to get a chance to get a couple of these guys. So um, I'll go with you on this one. We can draft Julio here. So we're going to take Julio. Julio. Touchdown, Julio Jones. And after Julio, we saw Melvin Gordon go off the board and then Odell Beckham to finish the first round. Uh, starting in the second round, you had James Conner. And then I was hoping he would slip mm. one, but he didn't. Tyree Kill got drafted in the second round, second pick. Uh, now it's back to us. So... Going back to, I, I always like, and I, I don't want to go in there with a strategy that you have to stick to because I think you need to be flexible in these situations, but I do like to usually go wide receiver, running back, wide receiver, or wide receiver, running back just to fill out your board. Um, but if there's a top-notch wide receiver out there, I don't mind doing that as well. So what do you think here? At running back, we have Mixon, Gurley, Cook. Uh, Damian Williams, wide receiver. We got Juju out there. Antonio Brown, uh, Mike Evans, Keenan Allen. You see anything you like? Uh, yeah, so if we 
I, I agree with you as far as going uh, one running back, one wide receiver. That way you really solidify your team. You're not overly loaded. Um, it, my personal opinion between the running backs that are remaining, Joe Mixon, Gurley, and Dalvin Cook, I am, I'm a really big Dalvin Cook fan this season. I think he's going to have a good year. Now, I know his biggest downfall has been the injuries. Um, but you can't really predict a player's, a player's, you know, when they're going to go down with the injury, what type of injury, for how long. Um, if I was drafting, I would pull the trigger on a running back, and that running back would be Dalvin Cook. And he catches balls out of the backfield, and this being a PPR draft, I really like that. All right, I'm with I'm with you on taking a running back, um, looking at the receivers. Um, I mean, I wouldn't mind uh, Juju, but I think with a running back that has, because this is a full-point PPR mock draft, um, I want to go with someone that's going to catch the ball. Um, and I think we have that with a Joe Mixon, a Todd Gurley, or a Delvin Cook. I really want to pull the trigger on Todd Gurley. Um, I All reports are saying that he's good to go. I think today he was going to be on the field. Um, and, you know, he, he led all fantasy point getters last year. He was a top dog. Um, what, 20-something total touchdowns? He's, he was a beast. Um, he catches the ball. He runs. I don't know. It's just the only thing holding us back is that knee. Um, so if I'm looking at this, you got Delvin Cook that's been hurt two times in his two years in the NFL. One in first season that ended his season. And then the uh, second season, he was kind of off and on. And then you got Todd Gurley that's played every year and just was limited at the end of last year. Um, I think I go Todd Gurley. And I don't blame you for wanting to go with Gurley. Um, if we're dra if this was a real draft and we say we're drafting tomorrow, that would scare me and I would shy away. Yeah. But if we were drafting after the preseason and and we know he's not going to get any work anyways because McVeigh doesn't play any of his starters, um, but you would get more information based off of how he was doing during practice. Um, again, the the hope would be that he would be healthier. Uh, but for the for the sake of of this being a mock, um, I, I'm interested to see what our team will look like with uh, with the girly. All right, let's yeah. take let's take girly because another thing is let's say he does, you know, sustain his health throughout the year. This is a guy that should be going in the first round, and we're getting a steal in the it second round. It should be the first overall pick. And this is a steal in the second round. And if he pans out for us, our team would be solid. So let, we're going to take Gurley. And after Gurley, we see Juju go off the board, Joe Mixon, Delvin Cook, Antonio Brown, Travis Kelsey, Damian Williams, Aaron Jones, Mike Evans, and we got a ways till we get get our next pick. Amari um, Cooper, Pat Mahomes, first pick of the third round. That's a first quarterback. You got Keenan Allen, Nick Chubb, and there's an AJ Green off the board even after the injury news today. Uh, Leonard Fournette, who I'm not a fan of this year. Marlon Mack, Adam Thielen. There's your. Uh, Second tight end. So that's two tight ends in the first three rounds. There's Zach Ertz. And then there's the rookie, Josh Jacobs. And now it's back to us, Carl, um, in the third round. What are we looking at here? I think we got um, some options at wide receiver. We got T.Y. Hilton, uh, Stefan Diggs, Julian Edelman, Brandon Cooks. And at the running back position, we got... Uh, Devontae Freeman, Derrick Henry, Carrion Johnson, who I'm a big fan of, especially after hearing the news that Theo Riddick was cut today. I think this guy is going to start seeing a lot of touches, especially catching the ball. I think he's one of those guys that's going to be a PPR monster. Um, right now, looking at it, I think Carrion's my guy, um, unless you like anyone else, maybe a receiver. Well, <clears throat> for me, 
I we would definitely have to go one running back, one receiver right here since we're so close to the turn. You're you're gonna get two quality players here. Um, I like Stephon Diggs right here. I I think Stephon Diggs is gonna finish the year uh, with a higher point total than Adam Thielen. Um, he I feel like he's just he has a higher upside than Adam Thielen does. Thielen started off super hot last year, but just fell off. But I think Diggs just has a really big year this season. Yeah, 150 targets last year. Yeah. I mean, he, uh, they're passing. I mean, but I, the only thing that worries me there in um, Minnesota is that if Delvin Cook is healthy, they might start running the ball a little more. Last year, they were a little tweaked at the running back spot and hindered and kind of had to pass. But um, I, I like Stefan Diggs. Um, I like him more than T.Y., and then Julian Edelman right here too. Uh, you know, I think it's a little too early for Edelman for in the Edelman. third. I would, I wouldn't reach for him in the third. Um, I would wait for the fourth round. I I do like Edelman. Um, so right here, um, and then the running backs remaining: Devontae Freeman, Derrick Henry, Carryon Johnson, uh, David Montgomery. Um, Carryon, I love his upside. I mean, this dude, he's a th he could be a three-down back. Especially with Riddick now being cut. Um, but I also like Devontae Freeman. If he can get back to where he was at uh, before the injury. Yeah. Um, that guy was a three down back. Even that was even, and he was putting up big numbers even with uh, Tevin Coleman in the backfield. Te Tevin Coleman's gone. They haven't brought in another running back to compete with Devontae Freeman. I mean, they have Ido Smith. Yeah. But Edo Smith didn't show anything to take away the ball from from Devontae Freeman. If it to me right now, I would go either Diggs or Freeman. I think we can get both. Um, but I think right now I would like to shore up my running back position, and I would go I would go Freeman just because of the uh, the Gurley injury. I think I had to go running back first. Okay, I like Freeman. Um, I mean, and carry on's coming off injury too. I'll let you make this pick. Um, I I like carry on. I'm gonna. The only other guy now out there in Detroit is C.J. Anderson, and uh, I can't even tell you who their third is. C.J. who who was able to carry the load last year. Yeah, and but he's a he's a third down guy to be honest. But. So I guess my my uh, tiebreaker between the two would be the offenses. I feel like Atlanta is more explosive. Yeah. Than um, okay. Detroit. You know I I I overruled uh, you with the Todd Gurley pick, so I'm gonna let you win <laughs> this one. We'll go Devonta right. Freeman, and we take Devonta, and then we see Ty yeah. off the board. We and see Brandon Cooks come Diggs off. Is gone. And there goes Diggs and Edelman. So that just like we predicted, those receivers were going to come off. Yeah. Um, and sometimes, you know, when you're drafting, uh, it's good to look at your opponent's teams, especially if they're coming after you or before, or right before you, um, to see what they're looking to get. Uh, maybe they they're in need of a receiver, and so then you can start planning ahead. So that that's a good strategy going into the drafts. Um, okay, so we're up. Um, and carry on is still out there. <laughs> oh, wow. And that was one of my wow. guys that I wanted. But if we're wow. looking at receiver here, Carl, we got Robert Woods, Kenny Galladay, Kelvin Ridley. And I'm going to say this, Carl. Um, I really believe we should pull the trigger here on carry on. Looking at the receivers, you got those lower end guys that are probably going to eclipse a thousand yards, maybe with five to seven touchdowns, but I think Carrion's due for a big year here, and I think we can really sure up our running back spot by doing this. Um, and then there's a lot of guys that you can grab in the later rounds at receiver. There's a lot more receivers out there than there is running backs when you start playing the year out. There's there's definitely a lot more receivers. If we grab Carrion, we now are relying on three receivers coming up, or three running backs, Coming off of injury, there, and that scares me. Yeah, but carry on. What was his injury? 
It wasn't he a major knee injury. Yeah, but it wasn't a major injury. It was it was enough to keep him off the field the second half of the year. Yeah, but I I mean and he, he I haven't heard any news going against carry on this year. Yeah. I've only heard good news. So uh, and I'm fine with going carry on and here. I it, like the value. I if, love the value here. And if carry on's knee is really that injured, um, I don't think they would have let go Riddick. Yeah. You know, I think they have trust in him. They have C.J. Anderson, who's an older back. I mean, I think he's good to go this year. Well, Riddick, Riddick was never um, running the ball between the no, tackles. No, he's a catch pass. Yeah. Or, uh, pass catcher. And, and I feel like those guys you can just pull off the street. But... So uh, I'm I'm cool with the carry on Johnson pick. Um, if it wasn't carry on Johnson, just for the sake of what ifs, my pick would be Robert Woods. Okay, I I, I like I like the value of both players in round four. I do like Robert Woods too. Um, I had him last year, and he was a monster. Over 130 targets, 86 receptions. I feel like 1,200 yards, six touchdowns. But the thing about this is. They lost Cooper Cup, who was getting a lot of those targets early in the year. Eventually, Cooper Cup's coming back. It's going to eat into some of those targets. Um, yeah. So I think you might see a slight regression in Robert Woods. I think he's going to have a great year. I don't know if he reproduces the same year type of year he had last year, though. Mm-hmm. So um, are we doing... We uh, can go carry on. All right, we're going carry on. I'm happy. All right, so we go carry on, and sure enough, there goes Robert Woods right after. Uh, Derrick Henry gets drafted, Philip Lindsay, Mark Ingram, Calvin Ridley, David Montgomery, George Kittle, Andrew Luck, Kenny, Call- Kenny Galladay, James White. There goes Drake Landry, Chris Godwin, Chris Carson, Tyler Lockett, Sony Michelle, Aaron Rodgers, OJ Howard, and we're back up in the fifth round with three running backs and one receiver. I think we got to go another uh, wide receiver here. And just like I said, Carl, uh, I think Cooper Cup's going to eat into some of those Robert Woods receptions. And here he is. We can draft him in the fifth round. I Players come on, coming off of injuries, I tend to steer clear from. Yeah. Um, I know today's medicine, ACLs, aren't as severe as they used to. I feel like Achilles tears are the new ACLs. Um, he And he he didn't start uh, on the PUP list. So he is in camp. He's going to be in camp ready to go. Um, but looking at the receivers, we got DJ Moore, Mike Williams, Elshon Jeffrey, Tyler Boyd, Dante Pettis. Um, and then the running backs. I don't think we need to look at running back right now, but we got... Tariq Cohen, uh, Tevin Coleman, Tevin Lamar, Coleman Miller, Lamar Miller, Rashad, Rashad Penny. Penny. Um, so and, it's, and I think you're getting close to the point where Evan Ingram might be coming off the board. We, I think we hold off to the sixth round and to maybe pull the trigger on him. Unless you feel like we need to. Because I think um, Cooper Cup comes off the board if we pass him. But it's up to you if you... Whatever you feel like. Okay, so with with Evan Ingram on the board and all this news coming out with these wide receivers out in uh, in New pull, York, you want to pull the trigger? Well, because because I think that there's maybe five or six tight ends where you're gonna get legit consistent production, and then after those six, it the just fall off, off is just ridiculous. Only thing I'm um, thinking about tight end here. Um, is there are some guys that we can get late in late late in the draft mm-hmm. that have some upside? Um, Mark Andrews out of Baltimore, second year uh, tight end who I think showed some value late in the season last year. You have um, uh, uh, Vance McDonald going late in the draft who is gonna I think gonna have a big year this year um, yeah. with the. Antonio Brown tra- uh, trade and uh, Juju taking on the number one role there. So I think he'll eat into some targets. Um, so there are some options that tied in later in the round. But if you do believe in Ingram, and I do too, I'm okay with taking him here. I do. Uh, but at the same time, 
We need another receiver. We will get <laughs> we will get a chance in four picks. For I just sure. hope that um, in four picks that we can get. Um, so Someone right here, right yeah. here, I like, I I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind having Mike Williams, uh, at with this pick. With this pick, I would wait for Mike Williams till the next round. Okay. I think we lose out on Ingram if we, uh, if we wait. Oh, you want to go Ingram right here? I to be honest, I would go Cup, but Cup. but if you want to go Ingram, we can go Ingram. If you want to go Mike Williams, I would wait. Ah, Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup. This is a dilemma. He, Cooper Cup, to start the year last year, was the number one receiver in all the fantasy. Sure. For the, for, until he got hurt. I mm-hmm. mean, he was a top guy. He ended the year with 56 targets, 40 receptions, 566 yards. He was already at 566 yards. And six touchdowns, and then he got hurt. I forget how many. That was eight games that he played. So my the only thing with Cup is so if he if he uh, does the same thing for the next eight games, he's over a thousand, well over a thousand yards. He's in the twelve hundred yards and twelve touchdowns. That is to me, it's a big if. I mean, it's he bit, and I'm I'm hoping that knee holds up. Yeah. So uh, I'm just saying, um, especially for a wide receiver too. Yeah. Because so after this turn, we're losing out. Well, there's still guys out there, but um, we want to get a solid guy. So you're thinking Mike Williams? I, I think, think Mike Williams is gonna have a big year too. I think uh, Tyrell Williams is gone. This dude, run, this dude can run. He can high point the football. He's a red zone machine. He's a red zone machine. The only thing with Mike Williams is he does not receive the targets. 66 targets last year. 10 of those were touchdowns, though. Right. Um, he. I like guys that get targets. Okay, so uh, we, we need to make a pick. Yeah. We need to make a pick. And I say that we draft Mike Williams. Okay. You won this one. Uh, <laughs> I'll let you go with Mike Williams. So we take Mike Williams in the fifth round. Cooper, <laughs> sure enough, there goes Cooper Cup right after him. Hey, but look, Evan Ingram's still on the board. Yeah, so Dante Pettis is next, and I, I'm mm-hmm. a big believer in Dante Pettis this year. DJ Moore, Tevin Coleman, um, and now we get our chance to take uh, – we can take another receiver here, or we can try the Evan Ingram. Evan Ingram will not get back to us. No, he won't. Let's go with another wide receiver. Let's okay. sure up this wide receiver uh, group. Um, Alshon Jeffrey, Tyler Boyd, Robbie Anderson, Allen Robinson. That's about it, I yeah. think, in that. I, I like Tyler Boyd. I He had a great year last year, and with the news – uh, of AJ Green's injury, he just signed a contract. He's playing well. The the Bengals believe in him. I think he's gonna have another good year. I you know what I I agree. I think he's gonna have a good year. Um, I, and I don't think that a quarterback change will cut into his is into his workload because of the type of routes that he runs. Yeah, Tyler Boyd. Tyler Boyd in 14 games last year. 108 targets, 76 receptions, over a thousand yards, um, seven touchdowns. Pretty so, good year. Now Alshon Jeffrey's also on the board. Alsh- Carson Wentz, Nick Foles is gone. Carson Wentz don't have to look over his shoulder. If Carson Wentz stays healthy, what the, type of season do you think Alshon's gonna have? The, the thing with Alshon and the Eagles in general, Eagles players, is they have a ton of weapons. They just drafted a rookie wide receiver, um, Arcega Whiteside. Yeah, Arcega Whiteside out of Stanford. Out of Stanford, who I've been, I've heard is looking pretty good. Um, they have two tight ends that are pretty dominant, especially with the targets from Carson. Um, Zach Ertz gets those targets. Right. They have five running backs. Yeah. That are all pretty much pass catchers. They just brought back Darren Sproles. They just brought back, uh, I think they had Corey Clement in the backfield. They got Josh Jake, Josh Adams. Um, they got, they drafted a rookie. Dallas Goddard. Dallas Goddard. 
Uh, the the Tyler second Boyd. Tight end. Tyler Boyd looks like the pick. I think it's got to be Tyler Boyd. Okay. There's too many targets yeah. that are yeah. that need to too let's, many too many hands that need to. Let's get Tyler Boyd. Okay. Tyler Boyd is our pick in the sixth round, and then it goes Tariq Cohen, Alshon Jeffrey, Deshaun Watson, Rashad Penny, Baker Mayfield, Lamar Miller, Christian Kirk. There goes Evan Ingram, uh, Latavius Murray. Hunter Henry, Ellen Robinson, Matt Ryan, Daryl Henderson. Uh, so there goes our guy, Daryl Henderson, who I was hoping that we could get uh, because of the Todd Gurley mm-hmm. pick, but we, I think we shored up our running back position with those net, uh, with the uh, yeah definitely Freeman Freeman carry on. Um, Robbie Anderson, Eric Ebron, Miles Sanders, who's a Philadelphia rookie mm-hmm. running back, Will Fuller. Carson Wentz, and now we're up with the seventh pick, and I think, I don't know if we're look. I think we can take another, we can wait till the eighth round for our tight end. I'm interested to see what we can pull at quarterback here. Um, you got Drew Brees, Kyler Murray, Russell Wilson, Cam Newton, Jared Goff. I think I'm willing to wait. Uh, quarterbacks, I'm definitely willing to wait. There's just way too many good ones that you can pull towards the end of the draft. I, I want to keep stocking up on the best running backs, wide receivers, uh, you know, as much as possible. Okay, so right now I'm looking at receivers. We got Sterling Shepard, uh, Sammy Watkins, Larry Fitzgerald, Geronimo Allison, Marvin Jones, Corey Davis. Um, running backs, you got Darius Geis, Kareem Hunt. Austin Eckler, who I, I'm kind of big on because of the Melvin, Melvin Gordon, Gordon news. news. Ronald Jones, Jordan Howard, Royce Freeman, who I'm, I think we can grab in the next round. From what it sounds like, even though Philip Lindsay had all the success last year, it sounds like it's a 50-50 timeshare there. And I wouldn't mind taking my my shot with a late pick on Royce Freeman, um, especially since he's a pass-catching guy. Last year, he was in on all the third-down plays. Um, that's someone that we can keep. Was he? Wasn't he hurt last year? Royce Freeman? Yeah. He was, no, he was, he was hurt. playing. He was coming off an injury. That's why Phil he played four. He played fourteen games. Oh shoot! Um, he was <laughs> he was not hurt. I okay. mean, maybe for two games he might have uh-huh. been. Um, he had 130 rushing attempts, 521 yards, uh, 20 targets, 14 receptions, 72 yards receiving. Mm. So, I mean, his receiving wasn't that great, but he, uh, he does catch the ball a little bit. Um, anyone you're interested in here? Um, I, I like Marvin Jones. Um, I think Marvin Jones. I think Matthew Stafford has the potential to carry two receivers that have wide receiver two upside um matthew stafford's thrown for five thousand yards in the season now pat patricia or matt patricia whatever his name is Mm. i know his last name's patricia is more of a defensive minded guy so whatever effect he's got on the offense kind of brought matthew stafford down to earth uh last year um but i i think the volume is there for marvin jones i wouldn't mind taking him there um, I, f- I still feel like our receiving core is a little thin. I really like our running backs. Um, I, but I think Marvin Jones we can get in the next round. Also, tight end position, I think Jared Cook can have a really good year. Um, I can see Jared Cook, Vance McDonald, and a couple of these other tight ends going off the board. Jared Cook or Vance McDonald? Shoot. I go I Vance like, McDonald. <laughs> I'm a homer. I like Jared Cook. Uh, just what I've, I guess, I mean, it's early in training camp, what I've been reading, um, coming out of Saints camp, uh, has been nothing but good news. The dude can run, he can, he runs the seam route, uh, Drew used to throw that all the time to Jimmy, um, either, either guy is cool with me, I like them both, but Vance McDonald's gonna get the volume. I think right here we're gonna take Vance McDonald, this is in the seventh round, um, I wanna sure up our tight end spot, uh, after that, you got Darius Geis, Jared Cook, Drew Brees, Kareem Hunt, and 
now it's back up to us. Um, we got plenty of options, I think. None of our guys that we were talking about went off the board. Um, you still got Austin Eckler out there. You still got uh, Marvin Jones out there if you want him. I think we might even be able to get Marvin in the next round. But um, who, who are you thinking here? Uh, quarterbacks, I think we can still wait to get a Goff or a Phillip Rivers, Dak Prescott. I like Dak Prescott later. Yeah. Um, I think right here, I think um, I really like Austin Eckler. The thing with Eckler is if uh, Melvin is out, then what we've tied our hands with is a situational player. Yeah, Eckler's a receiving guy, so he get he did most his when Gordon was in, he did most his work on third down when he was catching the ball. And um, Melvin doesn't always come off the field on third down. He can he's been known to catch the ball. Want to well. take uh, Marvin Jones here? He's on the field every play. Every play, I like. I, he's coming off injury, but I like Marvin more than the receivers above him. Okay, we'll take Marvin. Take Marvin Jones. Sure enough, there goes Austin Eckler right after him. Larry Fitzgerald, David Njoku. There goes Kyler Murray, Jordan Howard, Sammy Watkins, Sterling Shepard, Ronald Jones, Geronimo Ellison, LaShawn McCoy, Royce Freeman, Marquez Valdez, Scantling. Wow, Chicago Bears in the ninth round. Yeah. Uh, Jared Goff, Cam Newton, Russell Wilson, the trifecta. There goes a run on quarterback. Yeah. Corey Davis, um, Devon, or Dante Freeman, and back up to us. Uh, and I think we got to go running back. Okay. Um, or quarterback. Um, running back, you got Jalen Samuels, Damian Harris. Jarek McKinnon, Adrian Peterson. I don't like any of these guys right now. Um, one guy I do like, Carl, that I think is going to be a sleeper pick, especially with re early reports out of training camp, is Kalen Balage. I hear he's earned the starting role so far in training camp, and I think that's a sleeper pick. Um, I think we can wait on him. Okay. Um, but looking at receiver here, I... I think we have three guys that can possibly play the two, but nothing that's for sure. Do you want to grab another receiver here? You got Cortland Sutton there, who is a starter, number one target. Um, Nikhil Harry, Golden Tate, who has a suspension looming. Um, I think... Uh, I think because of the, looking at the running backs, I, there's nothing there that the, I like. Yeah, there's not too many running backs. That's a bunch of scraps left. I think right here, I think I take my chance with Cortland Sutton, second-year receiver, um, who's going to get – he played all 16 games last year. Emmanuel Sanders coming off of injury. I think who is going to be a good pick late in the draft as well. Um, but – that Achilles thing is always something to look at. Cortland Sutton, 704 yards, uh, 42 receptions, four touchdowns. I think those numbers have to go up, especially in the situation that he's in. High upside guy, uh, wide receiver one. Big guy. Big, Yeah, big guy, red zone threat. Uh, I like the, the value here with Sutton. Uh, I agree. I, had, I picked him up last year towards the end of the season, and right. he gave me a few games. This will be our fifth receiver. I think we're done at the position unless we can find someone that we can uh, find value on in the, later in the draft. So we're going to take Sutton. You got Damian Harris, Jalen Samuels, Golden Tate, D.D. Westbrook, and it's back up to us. And sure enough, um, I think we got to go quarterback here. Okay, uh, quarterbacks left. We have uh, Jameis Winston, Phillip Rivers, Brady, Ben Roethlisberger, Dak Prescott, um, Josh Allen, Trubisky, Derek Carr, Stafford. So we still have a lot of guys who can throw the ball. But uh, I, 
I really like Jameis Winston this year. Um, you have Mike Evans, who's arguably a top five, top ten wide receiver. You have all this hype surrounding Chris Godwin, OJ Howard. So you have all these guys who are going to catch the ball. One of them's going to go over a thousand yards for sure. Another guy's going to get at least seven, eight hundred. The tight end's going to get another five to six. Why not draft a guy who's throwing all those passes? And and he's got no threat behind him to come and take his spot. Um, and he might give you a couple hundred yards on the ground. I I'm gonna disagree with you, and I'm gonna say, and not just because it's coming from my team. I think if you look at the numbers here, we can look at Jameis. Unless he, I mean, progresses and makes a big jump, three thousand five hundred yards in 2017, where he started. 13 games, um, 19 touchdowns, 11 interceptions, only one rushing touchdown on the ground. You look at Dak Prescott, he's going to put up close to those same type of passing yardage numbers um, with his passing yards up in the 3,800 last year, 3,300 the year before, 22, 22, and 23 touchdowns in every year that he's played. More than Jameis, only eight interceptions. Right, but and then we, the six touchdowns, averaging six touchdowns on the ground a year. But we, I mean, we so we went back, looked at Dak, and he progressed the following year. There's nothing to say that Winston wouldn't have progressed if he wasn't uh, facing suspension and missing that time in Tampa Bay. So I think those numbers are kind of skewed. I think Winston's a better thrower. I, I agree, agree with you with Dak on the ground. Um, and Dak just, re- you know, I think, to be honest, I think Dak is going into this year with his best receiving crew he's had since he's been in the NFL. I, Randall Cobb. I like both. Jason Witten. I back. like both guys. I wouldn't include Jason Witten, but I like both guys. Jason Witten is a safety blanket that keeps first down – or keeps drives alive. I think he's a he's a better player for uh, the Cowboys than a fantasy team, but yeah. he does help Dak. I, I like both. I I, I would target and, both. And since you had the uh, the Mike Williams pick earlier, where I let you okay pick that one, I'm gonna right. trump you here, and I'm going Dak. Let's go Dak. I think you're just gonna get those rushing touchdowns as well with Dak. Yeah, you would hope. And yeah. he's well, he's averaged six a year. He yeah. got six every year since he's been in the league. Yeah, he's more mobile than Jameis, definitely. So after Dak, you got the Rams defense, Kiki QT, Nikhil Harry, Emmanuel Sanders gone. Wow, I thought we'd be able to steal him later. Um, Jacksonville, Jacksonville Jaguars defense, Jarek McKinnon, DK Metcalf, the freak. I don't think he's gonna do that well though. No. Jameis Winston, Deshaun Jackson, uh, who I think is a value pick as well this year. Austin Hooper, Curtis Samuel, Adrian Peterson, Ito Smith, um, James Washington, TJ Hawkinson, Los Angeles Chargers, Carlos Hyde, Anthony Miller, and we're back on the board with our 11th round. So we have four picks left. Um, I wouldn't mind... Taking a flyer on a high upside guy, uh, somebody, somebody I think that's gonna be kind of overlooked. Um, what about uh, Mr. Kellen uh, Balage? Would be Bilage. a good pick. Um, who's he battling? Uh, Kenyon Drake. It's gonna be a share, and I think Drake's gonna get a lot of passing because of Drake's. Uh, Drake's not a big running back, so Drake's not gonna carry the load. He's always injured. So he, they, I think they want to limit the carries for Drake. I think Balaj is going to get a lot of carries. I like Balaj here. I, he's a start. You're drafting in the 11th round, and you might be getting a, a starter. Yeah, that's a, that'd be a steal. That's definitely. I a mean, steal. Um, I think it's a good pick here, um, unless you see anything else you like. Um, so our other running backs, we only have three running backs. So I wouldn't, yeah, that's, that looks like a good pick. We could definitely use another one. Uh, the only other guy that I would take um, would probably be, ju- uh, not just so, uh, Singletary up there in Buffalo. Um, I don't see them winning a lot of games. They got a million running backs, but why not, why not see what they have in a draft pick? 
Devin Singletary is a rookie running back uh, in Buffalo, and right now he's behind um, Sean McCoy, who we're going to see what happens with him. I think yeah. he might end up being cut. Maybe we'll see what happens. Um, Frank he, Gore, he might TJ be one Yeldon. of those like end of the season. Yeah, last, he might be a late. I last, think he's a waiver guy. Like last five, six games of the season when you get in the playoffs, might might get you a couple games. You're not going to want to wait on a Devin Singletary to flash. You're going to hold him on your roster for for 12 games. I might. I might. I've been in a championship twice. I'd rather take a Kalen Balaj who's going to start. Let's do Balaj. And right away show us. Is he the guy or not? Let's do Balazs. We'll take Balazs. You got Tom Brady, Phillip Rivers, Ravens defense, Alexander Madison, and then it's back to us. And I think right here we need to... A kicker, a defense, and then... I think think it's always nice to grab two QBs. Um, So do you want to grab one now or do you want to grab your kicker first? Let's see. So we got Ben Roethlisberger, Garoppolo... Uh, Kirk Cousins is an intriguing pick. I like the Kirk Cousins pick. Yeah, you I like take him. I like Kirk. Uh, I think we can get him later, but I would rather take uh, the best kicker off the board. I don't really necessarily agree with taking kickers at the the very last round when I know I yeah. can get the best kicker. You want to get you want to get Zerline? Greg. I the like leg. Greg Zerline. Yeah, I love Greg the leg. He's always going to give you solid points. Especially if you're getting. Points. Five points for a 50-yard kick. Yeah, so Greg Zerline, we're going to take him. That Rams offense. Yeah, exactly. I like that pick. I think we could get Cousins in the next round. We'll see. Because a lot of these teams have multiple QBs. So you got Ben Roethlisberger, Naeem Hines, who I think is going to be a pretty good PPR play. Mm -hmm. um, Because Marlon Mack does not catch the ball. ball. Um, Devin Singletary, there he goes. Peyton Barber, Dante Moncrief, Lamar Jackson, Paris Campbell, Justice Hill, Minnesota Vikings. There goes Justin Tucker in the 13th round. And Philadelphia Eagles, Dallas Cowboys defense, Devin Funches, Harrison Butker, uh, Houston Texans, Will Lutz, Steven Gotzkowski, Fair Baron. And now it's back to us, and like we thought, I think we should Kirk take Cousins Kirk Cousins. Is there. I like Cousins. Let's grab Cousins. This guy, Kirk Cousins. The dude's tied to the best wide receiver duo. Has in passed the NFL. for over 4,000 yards almost since 2015. Right. Um, right. And he's always in the high touchdown category, low interceptions. Right. He's a good pick, I think. Yeah. New offensive coordinator came in towards the end of the season last year. I feel like that's only going to help him to have a full offseason. Um,. Yeah, he's t- like I said, he's tied to the best receiver duo in the NFL. So now we need a defense. So we take Kirk Cousins. You see J- Jimmy G go, Robbie Gold, Greg Olson, Tyrell Williams, and now we're at a defense. And looking at the defenses, you got the Browns, the Broncos, Colts, Steelers, Patriots, Jets, Saints, Bills. The Bills are a sleeper defense. I'm going to tell you that much. They drafted um, the defensive end. And they were actually pretty, Ed Oliver, and they were actually pretty good last year. Um, I'm not, I don't know if I'm willing to grab them right now. I like the Broncos defense. So I I agree. My pick here would be Denver for one sole reason, and that reason being Vic Fangio, who came over from Chicago. Yeah. And it's not like he's coming over to Denver with no pieces. He's coming over. Two defenses. Bradley Chubb. He's got Von Miller. Uh, he's got a couple Chris Harris. They got Bradley Roby. Uh, I like Denver's defense with our last pick. All right, and we're going to go Broncos D. And then to finish off the draft, we got Traquan Smith that goes New Orleans Saints. Delaney Walker, Adam Vinatieri, Deion Lewis, Trey Burton, um, Jake Elliott, Giorgio Tavecchio, and then Miko Hardman. And we're all done, so... Looking at our team, we got Dak Prescott, Todd Gurley, Devontae Freeman, Julio Jones, Mike Williams, Vance McDonald, Carrion Johnson, Greg Zerline, Denver defense, Tyler Boyd, and then on our bench, we got Tyler Boyd, Marvin Jones, Cortland Sutton, Kalen Balage, and Kirk Cousins. I think we got a pretty solid I, I team. Think this team is, I think the team is stacked. Uh, I don't see many holes. I think we have solid depth. We have high upside players. I think we got a little bit of everything. Yeah, so um, 
That's that's championship the team. Championship right there. team probably I mean, going to go undefeated. When you have two guys who've won the title twice a piece, I mean that's that's what you're going to get. Results like that. You're going to get a winning team. So, uh, thanks for listening, guys. That's all we had today. Um, we'll try to bring this podcast back to you uh, more frequently. Hopefully, every week, every two weeks, we'll try to drop something. Um, Make sure you subscribe on the Anchor podcast or on Spotify and Google Podcasts. Look us up. It's called the Flobcast, F-L-O-B-C-A-S-T. This is AJ Castillo. I'm out. This is your boy Carl. We'll catch you later. Show, but the pain is too gross. So-